Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 7. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous, God commending him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned by God, Concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. I'm not really a fan of Hollywood movies based on biblical plot material. Even when well done in terms of cinematic standards, there are always liberties and revisions and storyline additions. And never was this so apparent as it was in 2016 in the movie Noah. It reminded me of that oft-quoted phrase, never judge a book by its movie. Movie makers in general are not primarily concerned about accuracy. And they are not at all concerned about giving you truth from God to save you from sin, even when they may duplicate and revise a biblical plotline. Movie making is really all about one thing. It is about selling tickets and making money and spin-off products, not to mention popcorn. There may be exceptions, but the exceptions do not diminish the rule. Movie making is big business, driven by money, entertainment, competition, not education, or edification, or salvation. So God chose to communicate to us through this book, his written word. So your source of authentic information will always be singular. When you read, Paul said, you can understand. And this was true before motion pictures were ever invented. Movies may entertain us. They may hold our attention with special effects, 
Movies may create temporary emotions. Movies may provoke discussion. But God didn't give movies to save us. He communicates to us through his written word. Jesus said, John 5.39, Search the scriptures. These are they which testify of me. So never let a movie take you away from the scriptures. Never judge this book by the movies. Now, who is Noah? You will need to have your Bible open to Genesis chapter 6. That's where we're going next. The Bible presents this man as a righteous man. Genesis 6 and verse 8. Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And the next verse says, Noah was a righteous man. Here was a man who sought favor from God and found it and received it by the activity of his faith. He wasn't perfect. He was a seeker of God. And God knew that about him. What happened was this. God gave human beings the capacity of freedom of choice. <coughs> Prior to the time of Noah and in the time of Noah, men and women on the earth used that freedom of choice to move away from God big time. To live their own lives according to the lust of the flesh and violence and immorality. It was a time when almost everybody chose unrighteousness, ignoring the will of the Creator. Genesis chapter 6 says, God, of course, saw all of this. He said that he would not tolerate this. And verse 7 said that God said, I will blot out man, I am sorry that I have made man. And the follow-up comes in verses 11 and 12. The earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. In that dark time, when sin seemed to have been having free course, Noah was the exception. So Genesis 6 and verse 8, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And as I said a moment ago, the next verse says, Noah was a righteous man. In the movie, Noah, that has now recently in a few months ago resurfaced on Netflix and Prime and other live streams. In the movie, Noah is not sure about God. He is uncertain what he is to do. Is he to save his family? Is he to kill everybody? At one point in the movie, he comes close to killing his grandchildren. Now, what if you had lived in that time before the flood? What if you had been there? Would you have lived like most people, the vast majority of people in Noah's time, 
Or would you have been, would I have been different like Noah? It would have been easy to do what everybody else was doing. That's always been easy. Just go with the flow and do what everybody else is doing. Just let the culture guide you or carry you. Noah, however, was a righteous man. It says in verse 9 of Genesis 6, blameless in his generation. And the next phrase, Noah walked with God. We can walk with God. We don't have to live in the kind of sin that was in Noah's time or any kind of sin. But we don't have to build an ark. We can walk with God. Christ gave his life so that you could have and I could have life with God, walking with God and being righteous. You can learn all about that way of life, not through a movie accompanied by popcorn, but you can read about it from this book and you can apply God's remedy to save you from the sin around you with great promise of an eternal home. Noah was a righteous man. Now, what does that mean to go a little further? It means he, he was obedient to God. Genesis 6 verse 22 with a follow-up in chapter 7 verse 5. Noah did this. That's what God told him. He did all that God commanded him. Then again in chapter 7 of Genesis verse 5. Noah did all that the Lord had commanded him. And this syncs up perfectly with what we read a moment ago in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 7. By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. So God gave Noah instruction about building this ark. And Noah followed those instructions, activating his faith in what God said. When we encounter the biblical story of Noah, it ought to become opportunity for us to inquire about ourselves. Am I really obedient to God? And what would I have done in Noah's circumstance? Now, God hasn't told us to build an ark. I cannot imagine an ark that I would be responsible for building. But God has told us to respond to Jesus Christ. For example, in Matthew 17, 5, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Or in Acts 17.30, God says all men everywhere ought to repent. God calls sinners through the gospel to hear, believe, and obey, to walk away from sin through Christ into fellowship with God. Then be his children every day. And if that were to involve building an ark, that's what we would need to do. 
Noah illustrates what our response to God ought to be. Here in Genesis, early in Bible history, there is this one clear and singular example of obedience. Believing God to be the creator and having that claim on him, Noah obeyed God. He illustrates, not in the movie, but in the book, exactly what our response to God ought to be. If you're not living out such obedience, Christ died for you to be able to do so. And indeed you should and you must. The Bible says, and there was nothing about this in the movie, Noah was a preacher of righteousness. In 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 5, that's the point that's being made. He was a herald of righteousness with seven others when God brought a flood upon the world of the ungodly. As I said, there's nothing in the movie about this that's on Netflix and Prime lately. Noah's not preaching. You know what he's doing in the movie? He's organizing rock monsters. He's plotting to murder his grandchildren. In the Bible, Noah is a preacher of righteousness. I have to tell you this. There must have been very hard manual labor in constructing the ark. But I think what must have also been very hard, maybe even to some extent harder than all the manual labor in constructing the ark, was telling people they were guilty of sin and telling them that God's wrath was on the way, warning the lost of the coming judgment, preaching righteousness to people who in many cases probably responded with ridicule, not belief and not preparation for judgment. So it was not just the manual labor that would have strained Noah, but the strain of pleading with people to repent. The emotional burden of that, pleading with people to repent who just turned the other way and floated away. I want to ask a question that ought to stop us in our busy lives and provoke honest evaluation. Are we preaching righteousness? We're not involved in constructing an ark, but the other part of Noah's job was preaching righteousness. Are we doing that? And I don't mean are we standing on the street corner yelling at people. Nor am I talking about sending the check off to some evangelistic ministry. Are we, as individuals, within the opportunities and among the network of our friends, telling people the truth about sin, about the remedy God has provided, 
about the eternal consequences of not obeying the gospel. Hollywood has figured something out. Stories that have something to do with the Bible and faith can bring some people to the box office that ordinarily wouldn't be there. And especially in times of the year when there may be some man-made religious holiday. And especially when you're scrolling through all the offerings on Prime or Netflix and here comes something that looks like it might be biblical in its content. Hollywood has figured out that people who ordinarily wouldn't go to the movies or wouldn't purchase or rent the stream might do so if there's something connected with faith and the Bible and their worldview. What we need to understand is, as I said in the introduction, Hollywood is not in the business of teaching us what is right. They, they may in fact be in the business of teaching us what is wrong. Hollywood is not devoted to evangelism. Hollywood is not concerned to edify and nourish us in the faith. Their interest is monetary and secular, not spiritual. I want to strongly recommend that if you want to know about God and faith in God and obedience and the Son of God, you need to open this book and read and study and apply the Word of God to your life from the inside out. We're coming soon upon the end of the year, and I'm going to be talking to us in December about opening this book every day next year. You can do this without ever watching a movie with biblical content. Now, I'm not suggesting you boycott all movies with biblical content. I have no right to tell you what movies to watch are not. Many years ago, I saw the passion about the death of Christ. And then I suffered through the Noah movie. And then more recently, I went to the movie about the Apostle Paul. And in every single case, there were departures from the content that's in the Bible. I cannot impose on anyone what movies that you view. What I can and must do is uphold the power that's in this book as sufficient, as the perfect foundation and framework to inform your faith and govern your life as a disciple of Christ. To claim you were telling the story of Noah without including his personal relationship with God is like trying to tell the story of the Apostle Paul leaving out his encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. And that leads me to something you won't hear in the theater. At the end of a movie, even if there is biblical content, 
you will not hear in a theater at the end of the movie, are you a follower of Christ? Do you walk with God like Noah? But when you come here, and when you attend carefully to biblical content, that's always where biblical content is headed. Are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Jesus said, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. You'll not find that in a movie. You'll find it here in the teaching and preaching we do. And you'll find it everywhere in the New Testament. <clears throat> so, the voice is giving out. And I commend to you the biblical content of the story of Noah. Let's be standing as we sing. <clears throat>